welcome to another episode of Prioritize. They accomplish while you drown in lists. It's difficult to juggle your responsibilities. Husband, father, brother. It goes on, but your energy doesn't. You pondering what I'm pondering? Prioritize what's right for you, not what's left behind. This is Prioritize with Toby Baker. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. Greetings, gentlemen and ladies. This is Prioritize. Here we discuss prioritizing faith, family, relationships, and more. I'm your crazy wide, formerly fat host, the Baker Boy himself. Welcome back to the show. I think today is Wednesday. It's Wednesday hump day, halfway through the week. And today we prioritize the trip home. Do you recall Do you recall me telling you about this when we went to Jamaica? Do you remember me telling you this? My wife and I, 25 years together. Of course you did. You're a smart person. Of course you know you remember, you recall all that. Well, this is about the trip home. Let me tell you something. After being in paradise for a week, after having people cater to nearly your every whim from from beautiful, aged, beautifully marbled and aged ribeye steak to uh, just whatever drink you can think of concocting to, hey, you know what? I think we're going to go for a stroll along the Caribbean shore underneath the beautiful star-riddled sky. At night with your wife, your model wife, you know, reality smacked us in the face really, really hard. I mean, it it was very abrupt on the way back. Let me tell you how that went. So, so on the way there, I don't know if you remember or if you were able to listen to this podcast, but before we left, we're on a way. We crash in Detroit just before the day we fly out to Jamaica, and that hotel was horrendous. I mean horrendous. I'm talking my dad would have been proud at how cheap and how little amount of money I spent on that room the night before we left the country. And the whole time I'm thinking, it's just for the night. We're going to Jamaica tomorrow. It is just for the night. We're going to be in here less than 24 hours. It is just for tonight. They had uh, paper clips holding the carpeting together on our way to the room. As you enter in the room... The door handle to the door almost falls off. The lock barely worked. Their their towel fixtures were falling off the wall. They they had the weirdest artwork on the wall. I can't even call it art. I don't know what kind of subpar garage sale they thought, hey, this would look really good in that hotel room over on the, you know, Detroit on that coast. I don't wanna go into the name. I let me tell you something. Maybe you're maybe you uh, maybe you maybe you I have been there before. Okay, see, my dad didn't like to spend a lot of money. Period. He liked to spend even smaller amounts of money on the way to a destination, and on the way to return. And I get it, I understand it, uh, because if I'm in the shoes, like you don't want to spend a whole lot of money on the way there. You want to spend the money on the things that you, you know you're really gonna remember. And boy, do I remember the way there. And the way back, because he would pick the worst. They didn't even have apps for this, you know, back in the day. Like you're looking at a book and he would look at the the fewest amount of dollar signs that would indicate that it's the least amount of money. I Somehow he found one like a half a dollar sign or a quarter dollar sign. And he's like, all right, this is where we're staying. And we unpack. We walk. I mean, you you walk into the hotel room, just hold you like. I'll just sleep in my clothes. I'm going to sleep on top of my my suitcase. 
on the bed in my clothes, no problem. And you would go to take a shower, and you're like, ah, I'm not that dirty. And you go to wipe off, and you're like, I'll just air dry. You know, it's that kind of a hotel room. Those are the kinds that he would choose on the way there to, to, to save money. And he he was uh, he was in private practice, so when he wasn't practicing uh, medicine, there was no money coming in. So I totally get it. Do you remember, uh, I just saw a photo of this on Facebook a few days ago. No, it was Facebook. I, I posted on Facebook. Yeah. So I saw it on Facebook because I posted it there. But I came across this phone. I'm like, God, this is funny stuff. It's a picture of a family just standing around a station wagon on the side of a highway from like the early 1970s. Okay. Can you guess what they're all doing? Yeah, that's right. They're having lunch. So the the back of the station wagon is open, that door, that, that barn door. That's open, right? And they got a, a small table right there with bread and mayo and bologna. That was our sandwich. That was our lunches and dinners on the way down to the destination and on the way back. They need breakfast. Even though back then they said breakfast was the most important part of the day. Uh, we, we didn't, you know, you didn't do a whole lot of breakfast eating and, and that's okay. Cause you know, we survived to tell the tale. So this hotel room that my wife and I stayed, God bless her. She's such a trooper. You know, we didn't do, we didn't do, we didn't use the shower. Um, because I think of the same reason we're looking at like, ah, you know what? I, I'm, I'm not that dirty. That's okay. I'm not that dirty. You're looking at the toilet like, do I really have to? I can hold it. I can hold it. And then I realized, okay, I can't hold it that long. So I go to, there's dirt all up underneath on the inside on the, on the toilet. And I know, I know what you're saying. Uh, Tobe, what are you doing checking the inside of the toilet? What's the matter with you? That's not the case. I was taking pictures of this place to show to my mom and dad to say, look, see, see, you'd be proud. I didn't spend a whole lot of money here. Like, of course not. We we would we would shoot you if you spent a lot of money there. What's the matter with you? One of my pictures captured the dirt inside underneath the, the seat of this thing. You, you ever seen that program called Hotel Impossible? It's with this uh, Italian guy. He's from Jersey and New York, and he goes around fixing up hotels. It's kind of like uh, Kitchen Night Kitchen Nightmares with the Ramsey, Chef Ramsey. It's the same philosophy. It's the same premise and storyline. You know, the hotel's falling apart. This guy goes in there. He he checks the dust. He looks. That's kind of how it felt. Like, oh, do I really want to see? So suffice it to say, we didn't go looking for all the kinds of dust because, I mean, you could see it caked up on top of the television, which barely worked. It was crooked, by the way, hanging on the wall from some, I don't know why they do this. It was like a telescoping TV mount on the wall. Hopefully you get the picture. Right. It was this was not the Ritz, so to speak. The morning, I mean, the next day we're out of there at like, uh, gosh, I think it was like four or four thirty in the morning. There's no breakfast. There's no there was some coffee. I wouldn't call it coffee. I've had coffee before. I've had bad coffee. I don't know what this was. I think they took dirt from outside, threw it in the maker and then poured hot water over it and said, here, there's coffee in here. No, no, that's not coffee. We actually got some real coffee once we got to the airport, or at least, you know, as close as you can. It's not like they have a lot of localized coffee and espresso bars there at the airport. Uh, they had some Starbucks. You know, it was nice. We did a different, we did a different, um, 
I can't even remember the name of it. Whatever. Anyway, we had some coffee there at the airport on the way to Montego Bay. But I was thinking, as we're leaving, that grummy hotel, that place which remains to be, we're just not going to name it. I mean, the people were great. I met this guy, Anthony, super nice guy. Um, and, and he was great. And we basically chose that hotel so that we can stash the car there for the week that we're gone. And, uh, he showed me exactly where I need to make sure that it's parked so that it's in the security camera. Cause the last thing I want to do is leave it out in the middle of nowhere. And then I come back and we got no car left. I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to be okay if we don't stay here again. And I want you to keep that in mind. Throughout the course of this little podcast that we're gonna we're gonna do here. All right, so it's Friday morning, the morning where we are beginning our trip to Montego Bay, Jamaica, and we get to the airport. We 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 could not do the um, the online check in with United Airlines. They needed to double check and cross reference our passports and. And our boarding passes, we couldn't get to the boarding passes through the app because they had to do all this other stuff. We already had our travel authorization to Jamaica. We had our negative COVID test. My wife is always telling me I'm too negative anyway. Aha! That is funny joke. We, we had all the paperwork with us. We, we had everything that I could sort it out. Uh, we get up there. He's like, hey, you know, we, we had to do a quick uh, last minute change around on your on your airlines, uh, your your tickets. You're, you're way over there and back. We had to change your, your I was like, really? Uh, uh, does How does that affect? He says, no problem. No problem. Look. You get to sleep in a little longer uh, the day before you come back. I thought, oh, that's good. That was my first mistake. He says, here you go. Everything's good to go. You guys are fine. We didn't check into the baggage because Joyce and I are thinking like, why do we got to check the baggage? It's we're, we're, we're fine. You know, let's keep it with us. That way I'm not, you know, wearing my birthday suit because the airline lost their baggage. So we thought, well, just keep this with us. It'll be nice and easy, quick, no problemo. So we land in Montego Bay and we did the Club Mo Bay, but our rep wasn't there. And we're we're asking one of the other reps, like, how come our rep isn't here? And like, oh, oh, well, Jamaica doesn't recognize Eastern Standard Time, but that's not a problem. We're going to fix all that up. So they grabbed another uh, a club rep and they walked us right through and right through customs. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. We're looking at all these other poor souls that are going to be there for like three hours. We got through it all in about a half hour or so. Well worth the Club Mo Bay membership, let me tell you that. If you're headed over there, I highly recommend. It is such a small investment. It's like 60 bucks, bada boom, bada bing. You're there. I know if you're like one of the others and you're trying to be frugal, like, I'm not going to pay. You have to realize the value of your time far outweighs the minimal investment. You get your time back, okay? That's the big difference. You want to spend as much of your time outside and enjoying the beautiful Jamaican atmosphere that is Jamaica, all the palm trees, all the tropical stuff. You don't want to spend all that time standing there in line behind somebody who forgot to shower and in front of somebody who thinks that, I don't know, I guess we don't have to go there. Anyway, it was such a fabulous week in Jamaica. We loved it. We loved the people. We loved the scenery. And Joyce and I, the whole time, were like, oh, we definitely have to come back. I mean, just a just a gorgeous country, right? So so it's the end of our of our week there in Jamaica. 
And we're looking at each other like, uh, I don't I don't think we want to leave. We don't want to leave. Our butler shows up. He's like, come hey, on, you ready to go? And I'm like, nope. No, I think we're going to stay. I close the door. I lock the door. He's laughing. Hey, come on, man. And then he's like, are you guys serious in there? You're going to come out or what? I'm like, no, go away. We're just messing with him. We had a good laugh over it. He grabbed the bags. We walked down. We get everything checked out. We left the gratuity. Um, they, they did a fabulous job. We highly recommend the butler service. If you guys go, it's your anniversary. Hey, go all out. You know, you'll you'll have such great stories You'll have a fantastic time. You can take my word for it. We were hoping we were going to have the same driver on the way in, uh, on the way back as we did on the way in. And we'd asked our, our butler, says, hey, was there any chance you're able to get a hold of Jasper for this? And he's like, yeah, man, but I don't know it's going to work out. You know, they may have tried too late, so we don't know. I'm like, okay. So, I mean, if we didn't get it, it wasn't the end of the world, but... We, we really did. We thought Jasper was great, and um, he shows up, and he's like, oh, man, I I wasn't sure if you were going to be going because I kept looking for your name. Well, they used the legal name and not and not Toby. So he was looking for, for Toby, which wasn't on there because that's not on my on my license and, and passport. He's like, I have to show you this. So we hop in the car. On the way to the airport, he rolls past this resort. It's called Toby Resort. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I have my own resort in Jamaica, and I just, I don't have enough time to always get back there, but please, if you're in the area, stop by there, tell them I sent you, they'll fix you right up. It's called Toby Resort. <laughs> I thought it was great. That is fun stuff. You have your own resort called Toby Resort. Uh, we took we took some photos, we'll throw them up, in the, I don't know, it's just funny, you know, it's, it'd be like having a resort after your first name, it don't make any sense. I mean, it doesn't even sound exotic. No, you're right, that sounds terrible. Yeah, so we'll... We'll throw up the pictures on uh, the website, tobybaker.life. Go over there, check it out. Uh, Let me know what you think or if we got to make some changes. You know, always open the suggestions there. So we get over to the airport and we're we're hopping out. We take a last picture uh, selfie with the driver. Thought he was great. We back into the airport and we're like, ah, we don't need to check the baggage. Why would we? I mean, we had the gifts, but we're like, ah, I don't know. You know, I don't want to spend that extra $35 just to get it through. So let's keep that with us. We had the Club Mobay thing going back, which meant we got to bypass a lot of the other hullabaloo. And, and, you know, then we can enjoy the time there at the airport instead of spending all the time standing there in line. We didn't go through customs. We get our boarding passes and we go to the desk and then they they um, guide us over to the Club Mobay uh, passport walk through. They double check our passports against our boarding pass and you got to pull the mask down, which, you know, I, I, I'm glad to do so because I'm not a big mask guy. It kind of defeats the whole purpose of wearing a mask. Like, why wear a mask? If it's going to pay like every single person coming through, they got to lower the mask, at which point, you know, you're, you're breathing outside that thing. So uh, I, I guess it doesn't matter. That's not what I'm talking about here today. We walk through to TSA and we're, you know, you put everything in the buckets or you don't put everything in the buckets. You got your shoes in there. You got your shoes off. You wear your shoes. You don't wear your shoes. There's some inconsistencies in the TSA. Have you noticed this going through the airport? So I get on the other side. I'm waiting for my baggage to come through. It gets flagged and they pull it aside and they're opening it up. And I'm like, sir, what is this? That's Caribbean sea salt water. That's for the sea salt spray that I make back at home. You can't take this with you. Why? Why not? Because we can't. You can't let this bottle go on. It's a. 
you know, like 16.9 ounce water bottle and I had five of them. You can't take this with you. I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. If I take the bottle itself without anything in it and then walk over to the water fountain and fill it up, I'm fine. But I can't take it through the checkpoint. No money. You can't do that. What's this here? That's barbecue sauce for some friends of ours back home. You can't take this with you. I said, I, I, this is this is a gift. That's for me. These other two things are a gift. And he had these small, like seven dollar bottles of crumb liqueur, uh, Jamaican rum uh, liqueur bottles. And no money. You can't take that. You have to check it. I gotta go stand back in line. Oh, no money. You don't have to stand in line. Just walk right up to the desk. You ever tried walking right up to the desk with a bunch of other people waiting to get to the desk and and you're all going on the same airline, you're all going on the same airplane. It doesn't work out too good for the guy who just bypassed everybody. I'm like, oh, come on, really? I really wasn't that happy. So I grabbed, uh, I grabbed the, the boarding pass and the um, passport that Joyce gave me and I walk on over. I, I was not happy. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to... I don't know if I'm conveying this properly because we paid for the extra Club Mobay so that we can avoid all these problems and then going back up to the desk all the way back over and... Okay, can, okay, can I just check the... No, sir. You got to go over there and pay to get the luggage ticket. You put that on here and then walk it back up. Oh, okay. I'll go wait in line over there then. Thanks very much. So I go over to the baggage area where they they got all these, I don't know, like 20 or 30 kiosks. And I'm thinking to myself, like, Jen Panette, I don't work here. I'm I'm like, I thought you worked here. Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay. So I'm putting my card in. That's not working. Then I got to go find a person. They bring it back over here. Then they get it working. Then I can get it working. Then I pay $35 for this luggage. Mind you, it's water barbecue sauce and then two small bottles of rum liqueur okay we're not talking a great deal of merchandise so then i go and i wait another 20 minutes i'm waiting there. then this other guy shows up he's like hey tsa problems oh yes and toby is not happy yeah man i get it man i got the same problem over here he was in far better spirits than i was right and I'm standing there like, okay, I got my boarding pass. So I look at my boarding pass. Guess what? I got my wife's boarding pass, uh, which is fine because at least I still had my passport, right? Then I look at my passport. Nope. Nope. I have her passport. I have her boarding pass. Well, that shouldn't be a problem. I still have my wallet. Nope. Guess where my wallet was? My wallet is back with TSA because I left that there. That's all right. I got my phone. I'll just text my wife. No, that's with my wife also. So the wife has my boarding pass, my passport, my driver's license, my wallet, and my phone. I have zero ways of of telling the person on the other side of the desk that I actually am who I am. That the only reason I came back here was to check this stupid bag so that we can get these beautiful gifts back to our friends. I'm sure they'll understand. So finally, I get up there. I am grinning from ear to ear. It's that smile therapy they used to do back with Allie McBeal. Back when Allie McBeal was Allie McBeal in the 90s. Back when things made sense. 
So here I am. He's like, sir, welcome. How can I? I just need to check this luggage and then I'll be on my way. Great. Do you have? I don't have my passport. I don't have my boarding pass. They're back with TSA. I had to come all the way back up here to show you that all I need to do is drop off this luggage. How are you going to get back through TSA? I don't know, but it's going to happen. You know, I felt like that that uh, moment in True Romance with Christopher Walken. You know the one I'm talking about? Do you know who I am, Mr. Wally? I give up. Who are you? The Antichrist. You got me in a vendetta kind of mood. You tell the angels in heaven you never seen evil so singularly personified as you did in the face of the man who killed you. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That right there. That That's exactly how I felt. Personified in my face. I was ready to slay the dragon to get through this thing because, by golly, I wasn't going to let this be the end of me. Okay, Toe. Be calm. Count to 149. Everything will be okay. He took the bag. He could see I wasn't doing real well. He could tell I was a little unstable, I think. He handed me back Joyce's boarding pass and Joyce's passport and wished me a bon voyage. I walked back up to the passport thing. I kind of walked back through that. She says, oh, sir, do you need to come in? Oh, no, no. Okay, my bad. She, too, could sense the steam rolling off of my collar as it curled underneath the perspiration of the event I was currently undergoing. I walked right by everyone else standing at TSA because at that point, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't care. I was getting through this thing if it was going to be the end of me. But it wasn't going to be the end of me. I was not going to let this kill me. I walked right up there. And the lady said, okay, sir, I get it. No problem. Come right on through. And she handed me my stuff. And I was able to breathe. Sort of. A little bit back to normal I don't know why I was so upset I just I was maybe you do far better in those kinds of situations and maybe that's the reason I was supposed to go through the whole situation was so that I could better undergo those levels of stress you, you know no one uh, maybe I shouldn't say that so few people that I interact with are excited to be at an airport let alone standing in line at an airport it's just, it's already cramped. It's already filled with people who are trying to get somewhere. Like, they're not going to the airport for a happy day. That, that is a means to an end, right? That is the transportation. That is the, that is the, the, that's the B part to the C from part A, right? That's all that it is. Nobody's going to an airport to have a great time. I shouldn't let it have bothered me as much as it did. But you know what? I'm just as human as everyone else. I'm going to ask you to have a little bit of patience with me, a little bit of grace with me. So we got through to the exchange, and then we go to the duty-free. Now, here's the crazy thing, right? Like, I just got stopped at TSA, uh, I don't know, 40 minutes ago, and I had to go back around and spend another 20 minutes standing in line because of my two little bottles of alcohol, Jamaican barbecue sauce, and then my five bottles of sea salt water. When you can purchase 750-milliliter bottles of rum right there at the duty free you can you can buy 3.4 ounces of uh all kinds of cologne right there at the duty free and i i, I tried asking the guy I said Ex explain this to me well man you got to be doing this you got to go through the security bag we're going to check that off and they go on the other side it's going to be a hurry 
All right, forget IS. I'm sorry. I'm so, let me just buy this. So we bought a couple bottles of rum right there. They put it in a, a red security log bag, and then I could just throw that in my carry-on. I don't understand it. It's all right, though. It's okay. Cooler heads are going to prevail. Uh, we finish up there, and then we're on our way over to the gates, and we get to the gate. There's this long line. I'm like, which gate is it going to? Oh, that's going to our gate. Apparently, there's a delay. Oh, goody. You know, because we're not in a hurry to get out of the airport or anything. We're standing there uh, probably a good 45 minutes. And as it turned out, the other plane was late in coming in. They were delayed in getting off the plane. Then they had to clean the plane, sanitize the plane, wash it down. They had to curb the carpets or something. I don't know, bleach everything. I don't know. Finally, they begin boarding the plane. 45, 50, an hour late, uh, something like that. I wasn't really thinking about it. We get on the on the plane and everything's, all right, everything's iry again. I have a tin going to be iry. And they're passing out the snacks and the waters, and we're walking up and down. Everyone, they got smiles beneath their masks. It's all good. And then we're in the air. I start thinking, you know, they switched our connecting flight when we land, and Jamaica doesn't recognize, they don't recognize the daylight savings time with Eastern Standard Time. I wonder how that's going to impact us once we land back in Newark, New Jersey. We finally land... And the time changes to 7 o'clock. And I'm looking at, I've been looking at this thing for the last 20, 30 minutes. I'm like, this is not going to be good for us. We're in the back of the plane now. We're, there's, there, we're in aisle 35. There's 38 different aisles for this plane. We're in aisle 35. We're all the way in the back. I'm looking at our boarding pass and I'm looking at the clock. And I'm seeing we have 35 minutes to deboard the plane from the back, get through customs, get on the next plane, and and before they leave, like we have to get through the TSA, we got to do all that. And then I'm told, oh no, they're in, that's in a different terminal. Oh my gosh, you got to be kidding me! So we're waiting in the back. We're waiting in the back. Uh, 10, 15 minutes goes by. Finally. Uh, we're able to get off the plane to get through our luggage. We our, uh, The luggage that we had out there, Joyce's luggage, right? So we kept our luggage with us. So hopefully that was, the, yes, it's going to be faster. And I'm talking to the flight attendant. I'm like, hey, we only got like 15, 20 minutes to, to get on to the next. Is there anything you can do for us to help us get through for the next plane? Well, you guys better hurry. Oh, thank you, United Airlines. Thank you for that. Uh, we were with Southwest in this when I was traveling uh, for work. And this kind of thing happened uh, before. All kinds of daylight savings time pushed aside. They had an issue because their plane came in late. Well, the rep met me at the gate. We ran all the way to the other side of the airport. I'm talking large airport. I can't remember. I don't know if it was Atlanta. This was a huge airport. And we're running to the other side. I can barely keep up with this lady. I got my bag. I got my shoulder bag. I got my tool bag. We're, we're going all. It wasn't my tool. We had to check the tools. I just had my luggage and my shoulder bag. We're running to the other side of the airport. And this flight attendant with this airline says, well, you better hurry. Thanks a lot. So I'm like, Joyce, we got to run. So we start running, you know, all in front of these people just to get, we, then we get to customs. Oh, good. This line takes 20 minutes to get through. Oh, are you kidding me? There's all these people. And then all the other people, they're right behind us. Oh, look at you guys. You had to run just to get in front of us. I'm thinking, 
I don't know how we're going to get through this. I get on the line with United. I get on the phone with United Airlines. I'm seeing all these signs like you can't be on your phone while you're in the. What is that about? I totally disregarded that because I needed to get a hold of my airline somehow to say, hey, we're here. We're in customs. Please don't leave without us. Um, I got the, the automated message. All of our agents are currently busy, and we'd be glad to give you a call back. Is this the right number to call you? Yes, call me back on this number. Thanks a lot. Then I'm texting, trying to get a hold of an agent. I'm talking with a bot to try to explain to the bot that we are in line. We're waiting. Please do not depart. Finally, we get up to the customs agent. Like, so how is everything going today? It's not going great. Oh, are you not feeling well? No, I'm fine. The problem is our airline changed our flights, our connecting flight. We're now in serious trouble because they are currently boarding our plane. Oh, which gate? Oh, that's at that's at Terminal C. You're gonna have to really book it. I said, tell me that's not like 30 minutes. Oh no no no, that's fine. Take the tram, which the tram is that 20 minutes away? No no no, it's just five minutes away after you grab your luggage. I said, no no no, doesn't our luggage follow us back to Detroit? Nope. Don't think so. Probably going to want to double check on that. I'm sorry. I wish I could help you better. Are you serious? Yeah, man. I, I just, um, you know, I wish you all the best. The best of luck. I'm really sorry. Okay. So we had to book it over to the baggage. I finally see the baggage coming up. Then we're trying to find how do we get to the air train. We had asked three different people. We are running to the air train. We get to the was it air train or just train. I don't know. It's air train. We get on the air train. We arrive at the other terminal. We're lining up with TSA. We finally get to TSA. I'm, I'm talking with the an actual agent, chatting with the actual agent. Hey, we're here. Please don't leave us. And we're going through TSA. Then they pull the baggage. I said, what, what's going on with this? What, why, why do you have this in your bag? That's that's a gift for a friend. That's barbecue sauce. That's water. You can't take this with. Why can't I take that with us? We went through this all in Jamaica. Everything was fine. I'm sorry. You can't take this with you. I don't know what to tell you. I apologize. You can't take this with you. TSA was very polite. I was incredibly floored. I'm thinking, you've got to be kidding me. All of this went through. T- you can check the baggage. You can check the, the corresponding uh, paper trail. We've gone through all this. No, you needed to check this with your United Airlines before you came to here. We didn't have time. Our plane is boarding. Oh, what time does your plane board? 7.35. Well, they're probably gone. It's like, not no, not according to their agent that I've been chatting with for the past few minutes. It's it's 8.15, and she's like, what do you want us to do? What, what, what can we do to help you? Uh, I turned to Joyce. I said, wait, just wait here. I'll be right back. I'm running. If you can picture a fat guy in a linen shirt with khaki shorts and flip-flops, that's what I wore from Jamaica because... I was determined to have a good attitude. That didn't last very long. I am sprinting through the airport looking for this gate that's at a different terminal all the way down to the end of the airport. I finally get to the terminal. There's nobody there. I saw a tumbleweed roll by. There's no United Airlines agents. There's no passengers. There's no employees. I'm like, where's all the people? Oh. <sighs> What is happening? Why is it? Why am I going through all this? I had prayed for a miracle. I'm looking around like that's gone. God, you couldn't perform the little miracle just to keep the plane here. Where was the 
Uh, where was the miracle? Such a small request. I felt so defeated. It seems silly and stupid and I get it. Maybe if I'm in your shoes or your sandals, I'm like, Toad, why y'all broken up about this? Because as a man, you try to do the best that you can for your wife. I tried so hard. I tried for every single detail to nail it down as perfectly as I can. That is what I'm constantly describing myself as, as a detail-oriented individual. And I couldn't get this right? What the devil was wrong with me? I couldn't make the airplane? What? What is wrong with me? I couldn't get this right? I'm a God-fearing, praying individual. God couldn't hear me. He didn't. He couldn't grant the wish. I didn't get the miracle. And there's me, some crazy white fat guy in a linen shirt soaked to the brim. I lost. I lost. I lost the battle. I didn't keep my temper. I... I couldn't make it there in time. It it didn't matter who I called. It didn't matter who I texted. Regardless of who I tried to reach, we couldn't make the plane. I was either missing the plane or I was losing these gifts that I was trying to bring back for some friends of ours who said, hey, you're going to Jamaica. Remember us, you know, they said it laughing. They didn't care if we were bringing anything back, but you know, you, you want to bring something back, right? I get it. It's all about pride. Out of the pride of myself, I was trying to get us on the plane that clearly left without us. I didn't hear any announcements announcing we're leaving now without Mr. and Mrs. Baker. We are leaving if you don't arrive here. You ever at the airport and you hear those announcements? Like, you know, someone is not there at the plane, right? I'd, I was there at TSA. I should have heard the announcement here, the announcements. I'm telling you, I was 8.10, 8.15. I'm chatting with the representative from UA, and he told, he was telling me they were still there. He said they had not left. There was a disconnect somewhere. I don't know if you've ever felt like this, where you tried your very best and you still failed, and doggone it. It wasn't only you who was affected by your failure, but also someone whom you love dearly, who you hold closely. Ah, 25th wedding anniversary, and this is how it ends. Dang it. Could it have gone worse? I was defeated. I'm looking around for some employee, a I'd walked up uh, to some. <laughs> I walked up to a family. They're eating their dinner. The masks are off. You know, they're there. Like, oh, praise God, people. I walk up. I said, "Hey, have you seen a United Airlines employee anytime in the last ten minutes?" Uh, no. 
But I think there's one over there. Maybe over there. Is that a guy? Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for your help. I walk over there. It was a, uh, a representative. And I said, oh, well, you need to go to gate 90. There's a customer service desk over there. Thank you. I walk over to the gate. I am not happy. In fact, I'm even less happier than when I was trying to get through TSA with our little bottle of barbecue sauce and our rum liqueur, which again, in case you've forgotten, only costs $7 a piece for the rum liqueur. And then it was like $10 for the barbecue sauce. Suffice it to say that is less than the $35 that took to get to Jamaica. And it would have been another $45 to get it from Newark, New Jersey over to Detroit. I'm walking over to gate, what I thought was gate 90. Uh, apparently not gate 90, but they said, I'm sorry, sir, you need to pull your mask up. I said, lady, not today. Okay, wrong time, wrong guy. I got serious issues that your airline had caused. I always try to be careful and say, you didn't cause us this, but the company did. Your company caused this. Sir, I'd be glad to address the issue and listen to what you have to say. Our flight just left. Oh, your flight just left. Let me tell you about my flight. I'd be happy to help you out, sir. I just need to register this and finalize the paperwork, and then I'd be glad to listen to you. Or if you want to, the gate that you want is right over there. Thank you. I walk over there. They have these. Um, you ever been to Cedar Point? They got the seat, the lines that separate, you know, the people and stuff. So they had that like six feet away from the desk. And at the desk, there is the plexiglass. And then behind that, like three feet behind the plexiglass, plexiglass, I can't talk today. Behind the plexiglass is an associate wearing a mask. I certainly hope so. I'm not having a great day, and neither is my wife. Told her the whole story, going all the way back to the previous week. Here's where they changed the flights. It crunched our connection flight, da-da-da-da-da, and here I am standing in front of you. To the credit of United Airlines, they did make it right. They give us hotel vouchers for the night. They give us $60 in meal credits, which is more than enough for eating and dining that night. And I'm walking back to my wife. Uh, she's there at the gate and, you know, she gave me a big hug. She knew that I tried my best and she saw this kind of Toby failed look. She didn't think that. I, I knew it. I had it on my face. I couldn't wipe it off my face. I don't know how to wipe that off your face. Change your perspective, I guess, right? We're standing out there waiting on the shuttle and I'm still mulling over this whole thing. I'm like, okay, so how long do we wait for the shuttle to arrive before I call up an Uber Black and try to salvage what I think I destroyed? She didn't see, my wife didn't see the worst part of me. She didn't see the demons going on in my head. She didn't see the rage that I was getting out as I was sprinting. Again, if you can picture, I mean, just picture a jelly donut with legs sprinting down the the hallway of the airport. That's exactly how it was. Now, I was very polite as I'm passing by people. Excuse me, please. And I'm running. Pardon me, please. As I'm running, right? I didn't run anybody over. I wasn't rude. I was just trying to get us on the flight that apparently left without us. And we never heard an announcement. But the airline made it right. And I'm standing out there waiting on our shuttle. And then it dawns on me. 
You know, last week I had said kind of a Hail Mary. I had said somewhat of a, a prayer. And maybe that prayer was heard and this one was ignored. But I'd said, God, I, I think I would be okay if we didn't stay at this hotel ever, 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 ever again. And as it turned out, we haven't stayed at that hotel. While my concern was trying to make the plane so we can get back to Detroit so we can crash at the hotel for which we had already paid, because we did it through the hot wire or the, um, I forget what it's called, uh, one of the expedient, one of the travel sites. And so that was already prepaid and it was like 9.30 at night. There's no way you can cancel and get your, your money back. I did call the hotel and I said, hey, Anthony, we're not going to make it back. Um, our car's still there. We're going to get there in the morning. Is the car okay? Oh, yeah, man, no problem. You know, it's fine. It's been final week. I was very grateful for Anthony uh, and his customer service. He did a great job. And maybe my focus wasn't what it should have been. And I kind of wonder if I witnessed a miracle. 